DLC, less commonly known as the downloadable content, has become a giant part of the gaming sphere over the last decade and can be used as an example of some of the best and the most shady business practices in the gaming industry. I'd say nowadays DLC is really normalised though. Sometimes you get DLC that's actually decent, like the Donkey Kong Adventure inclusion to Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, and other times you get DLC like that one horse with the, you know, the horse armour in, in Oblivion. Or, or more recently, just take a look at all of the paid DLC you can net yourself on The Sims 4. The point is, DLC used to be a very contentious thing in the gaming space, but in recent years it's become integrated with the very idea of gaming. So much so that the big company, who's usually late to every single party, Nintendo, is actually starting to utilise DLC with every single big game that they put out. Except Mario Odyssey, which is still a really odd decision looking back. Usually, Nintendo have done a really great job at creating DLC that is genuinely pretty good. Splatoon 2's Octo expansion had some of the best game design in that whole game in terms of single player offerings. Mario Kart 8 and Smash Bros. have used DLC to generate buzz and hype. The Xenoblade games offer arguably the best DLCs in gaming. Pokemon Sword and Shield's DLCs are the best part of that game in my eyes. And of course, there's The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. In 2017, I was young enough that I wasn't looking around for news on games. I'd just wait until games hit shelves, and then I'd buy them up. But I remember being in Spain at the end of 2017, playing a ton of Breath of the Wild, and then I saw this mysterious button that said, Downloadable Content. I hit it, and I'm not kidding, the artwork for the DLC sold me more than anything else. Oh, and I saw there was like some new story content or something, so I bought it whilst I was on that trip to Spain, and proceeded to not touch the DLC until 2019. For me, Breath of the Wild's DLC dropped somewhere in that 6 or 7 out of 10 range. In terms of other DLC, the Champion's Ballad in particular offered a respectable amount of content, probably about 5 hours when all was said and done on a first playthrough. It didn't really add to the overall story, but it definitely made me fall slightly more in love with the old Champions, and a little more in love with Sidon too. You can't really say no to baby Sidon's smile. Personally speaking, I think that the final trial is my favourite dungeon in the entirety of Breath of the Wild too. Maybe Vanaboris beats it out, but I think it is overall. Plus, it definitely has the best boss fight in the entire series with Monk Muscosia, in my opinion. The Master Trials was more of a mixed bag for most people, I think. We are pretty accustomed to having some gauntlet in every single Zelda game though. For Wind Waker, it was the Savage Labyrinth. In Twilight Princess HD in particular, you could explore the Cave of Ordeals and the Cave of Shadows. In Skyward Sword, you had the Thunder Dragon's Lightning Round, where you take on every single boss in the game one by one to unlock cool new rewards. The Master Trials were basically an amped up version of this core idea set down by the Zelda team with Wind Waker. So now that we've taken a look at some DLC and what I've thought of a few pieces, I think it's time we come to the meat of it. First of all, I truly believe that Tears of the Kingdom absolutely should get DLC. By all accounts, I think it will. But while we're here, I think I should talk about some ideas for cool DLC for the game. From this point on, there will be minor spoilers for a certain sword, by the way. First of all, I think it's kinda strange that the Master Sword's base strength has once again declined to have a base power of 30. After reacquiring the Master Sword, I really thought it was going to feel like an entirely new thing since it's been lodged in a dragon's head for the last, like, however long. But it kind of just isn't, and I can't imagine that this same power will return for every version of the Master Sword in future entries. So at the end of the day, the Master Sword didn't have a big shakeup, the likes of which we haven't seen since A Link to the Past. 
And do I think we're going to get that big shakeup in a potential DLC for Tears of the Kingdom? Honestly, I really don't believe so, but I think there's a chance that we get another upgrade to send the base damage up to 60 again. Of course, technically the damage is way higher than 30 in the main game because you'll probably fuse the sword with some item or another, but that's less so the Master Sword having higher power, and more so a lack of ideas when it came to what to do with the Master Sword. So they just kind of let the player fuse stuff with it, you know, like much like you can do with every other item in the game. Maybe the attack power of something like the Master Sword fused with the Silver Lionel Saber Horn is something to behold, and maybe a base attack damage of 60 would make the Master Sword far too overpowered, but here's where I say I'm actually not sure on this idea anyway. The Master Sword Trials have already been done, and going through a really similar gauntlet but in the Zonai theme this time would be kinda disappointing. Stealing Sheikah stuff and making it Zonai related would be extremely on brand for the game though. I think it'd be all the more disappointing since I know some people found the Master Sword Trials to be disappointing anyway. I didn't but I can see where people are coming from and I would be a little disappointed if the Master Sword had another gauntlet thrust upon it. Another one to quickly knock off the list is a Master Mode. I've seen a heck of a lot of people who want a Master Mode, and while I can't say I need it as much as I needed it after Breath of the Wild, I still think it'd be a nice addition. Personally, Tears of the Kingdom struck a fine line of your progression meaning something, and still giving you a challenge. I didn't stop struggling with harder bosses until I had something like 30 hearts personally. With time I have come to appreciate that there are some cheeses for mini bosses like Gliok, but I don't and didn't use them most of the time. But yeah, just for more variety, I think cranking up the difficulty and adding more loot drops wouldn't be a bad thing. Now to talk about the juicy stuff, the creme de la creme, the sky islands and the depths. I think it'd be hard to add something brand new to the surface unless you added a loading screen, kind of like the final beast, but I wouldn't be opposed to that either. I'll get into the weeds of this in a minute, but we waited a while longer than we did for Breath of the Wild's DLC already. By the time a potential direct comes around, we'll be sitting around the 4 month mark from release. The Master Trials, or DLC Pack 1 for Breath of the Wild, dropped almost 3 months after that game's release. At this point, if we're getting DLC, I think it will be more substantial. We don't even have an announcement for DLC at this point, which is slightly strange. I say this because one of the biggest things they could do is add an entirely new Sky Island, more akin to the size of the Great Sky Islands. Obviously I'm not sure how this would work in lore and how we'd unlock this new Sky Island in the first place, but I think the Zelda team are kinda wiping their ass with the whole how of some of the aspects of the lore in this game, so they're just kinda hoping that we clean it up, which I don't think is the worst thing in the world and it's also why I could actually imagine that we're given a new Sky Island with a new dungeon. Maybe the island gives us a greater look at how the Zonai first came to descend onto Hyrule, and why they decided that this patch of land was a good one. Maybe we could have a greater look at the settlement or settlements that the Zonai lived on before descending in ruins. Again, I'm not sure if the Zelda team care about flashing out individual lore pieces like this for some reason, but I think it would make for a cool idea at least. Then there's the depths. I think adding something to these would be a little harder and might require a loading screen like the surface, but clearing up some of the mysteries found in the depths really would be great. The bargainer statues, the other statues that lead you to abandoned mines and such, it'd be nice to get some more clues as to what these things mean. With this idea, I don't want them to tell us everything, but having a dungeon that's in the depths of the depths alongside the depths of Hyrule Castle is an interesting idea to say the least. My final less realistic but cool idea would be getting to play through some of the story stuff that Zelda played a role in in the past. I won't expand on this too much since I don't want to spoil stuff, I know most of you watching this don't care, but I don't care to accidentally spoil anyone on the story aspects of the game. So in of itself, I think this DLC should be made, and by all accounts, as I said, it's currently being worked on. 
<clears throat> but I'm not entirely sure why, but I'm kind of not sure if they're working on DLC or not right now. Here are a couple of the reasons I've searched myself and found. First of all, the Zelda team has been working on the same world for over a decade now, assuming that the world design didn't come too late into the cycle after Skyward Sword. That's over one-tenth of a person's entire lifespan in Japan. While it can be debated how dense the depth was for new gameplay opportunities in particular, it cannot be understated how long they've been working on this same world. Even when they were working on the depth, they basically just inverted the existing world and added some new elements to it. If they think they've crafted the best world that they can with the tools that they've been given over the last decade, I could imagine they just throw their hands up and go, yeah, we don't really want to go and work on DLC. I'm sure coming up with ideas that are actually feasible on the Switch would be interesting by itself. It is an absolute miracle that Tears of the Kingdom runs on the Switch already. I have to wonder if adding another great style and type of thing would just make the experience that much more choppy. Another less notable thing is that it's now getting to the point in the Switch's life where things seem like they're slowing down a little bit. More remasters, remakes and that sort of thing seem to be on the way with Nintendo's biggest title coming up in 2024 with a release date being a port of Luigi's Mansion 2, a game that I'm very excited for may I add. Zelda DLC would be a nice thing to get out in the last year of the Switch's life to have just a little bit more Zelda. Plus, the next system will probably have backwards compatibility, meaning that you'll be able to play Tears of the Kingdom on the next Nintendo console at a higher frame rate. But we don't have confirmation on that yet, so I do have to be sceptical. Overall, this is all I've got and it's pretty flimsy, but I just don't know if they'd want to do a DLC outside of wanting to make money, and if they wanted to do that, I'm surprised it hasn't already been announced. But hey, in the next few weeks, there's a chance that there's a Nintendo Direct and the DLC is announced, so I guess we'll see soon. Do you think we'll get DLC for Tears of the Kingdom, and what do you think will be included in it? Quick aside, me and Hyrule Gamer are going to be at Insomnia 71 in Birmingham at the NEC on the 9th and 10th of September, so if you want to see us, then quickly go and book tickets. You've only got a week, so yeah, I hope you're in the area. Please subscribe for more Zelda content, and you won't be a part of that 86% of people who are watching that aren't subscribed. Plus, like the video if you enjoyed it, it helps me a ton. Thank you to all of my amazing Patreon supporters and members, with an extra special thank you to both Sumji and Tom Rishiri Wong. Thank you so much. And thank you all for watching. Please stay safe.